Going Public by Robin Chapman. What do we do with Jenna? I asked my husband on a spontaneous evening walk. I've been homeschooling the oldest since 2016 when she entered kindergarten and her sister was in pre-K. That year went poorly. I started with a six-week-old, a one-year-old, and some very intense curriculum. But we found our rhythm in the years since. Lately, she and I are butting heads. While she's definitely an introvert, she's the most extroverted of the introverts in our house. She has social needs that I am simply not cut out to meet. Also, there's conflict with her 17 months younger sister, Catherine, who has long been my big physical reactor. At small provocations, she yells, hits, kicks, and throws things. When she gets wound up, I often hold her to protect her, me, and her siblings for half an hour or more. I refer to this as disciplinary cuddle time. She's not amused. Jenna doesn't only want my attention, she wants her siblings as well, and she frequently gets it by needling Catherine, resulting in a full disruption of everybody's day. We've been kicking around the idea of sending her to public school for a little while. We have to change something, and this may help. We live two blocks from the elementary school she would attend, but I hesitate. Quitting homeschool feels like defeat. Maybe I'm not good at this and should just give up. Maybe I should stay the course and keep trying. I know this is a privileged choice. Keep my kid home or send her to the great public school down the road. These are two decent options. So why does it all feel so heavy? I can't make this decision, I tell Andrew as we mosey toward home. It's too personal and too fraught for me to have any objectivity. I need you to just decide. Okay, he responds, having listened to me obsess for months, thus being well aware of the pros and cons of each option. Let's try public school. We start the school year in August with much fear and trepidation. I worry she won't be ready for the sheer amount of stimulation a classroom entails. I worry her teacher won't approve of my choice to homeschool her until now and will judge her behavior as she adjusts to a new environment. I worry the kids will be mean or she'll fall into some soul-deadening pursuit of cool. I worry her relationships with me and her siblings will drift apart as she spends hours away from us each day. I worry that I'm worrying too much and she'll pick it up and worry more than she already does. It works. My worry effectively prevents each of those things from happening. Her teacher is kind and encouraging and very chill. Jenna regularly jabbers on when she gets home about all her friends, an improbable number of whom are named Noah, and the fun she's had. Actually, the biggest struggle comes after the second day. Mrs. Friedrich pulls me aside at pickup. Jenna's having a hard time being quiet when she needs to be listening. I keep reminding her, but she's still a chatterbox. She's making friends too enthusiastically. We address the whole, no, really, you have to listen to the teacher and talk to your classmates at appropriate times and volume. And now she's thriving, both personally and academically. The biggest wins haven't been solely Jenna's, though. She comes home worn out from a day of interacting and needs reconnection and alone time. I spend some time connecting with her heart, and then she finds something solitary to do. Let's be honest here, she zones out on her tablet. It's fine. Just as stunningly, Catherine has blossomed. Where there was great frustration and often violence, a kind, thoughtful second grader has emerged. Without her big sister calling constantly for my attention and poking at her for reactions, the need for disciplinary cuddles has subsided more than I imagined it would. She's kinder to her younger siblings. She and I communicate better, and even the rivalry between her and Jenna has cooled as they've had some space to develop as themselves rather than functioning as one clump of kids, Jenna and Catherine. 
Back in June, when I was agonizing over the kind of school Jenna would attend, I didn't know a change would bring so much calm to our home. Now, as we head toward the end of the school year, we're thinking through the options for the next one. Jenna seems straightforward enough. It's been delightful to watch her thrive in a class full of peers and a few not-mom grown-ups. But this coming year, we will have three school-age kids, and again, decisions must be made. One night at dinner, Andrew brings this up. Is kindergarten at Jenna's school full day or half day? Full, I think. Why? I think Brian might really do well with the structure. I agree and tell him so. Up to this point in the conversation, we've been talking above the children, as parents do, and they're involved in their own conversations, squabbles. None of them is paying attention. But then Catherine pipes up. Mom, I think I should stay home this year. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way. But why do you think you should stay home? Well, she says, sipping her milk to buy a moment's pause. It's a lot of people, and I don't know if some of them will be mean. And usually when there's a bully, you know, I become a bully. Not that it's my choice. I'm not telling you what to do. She's right. This is her struggle. The honest, shame-free self-reflection coupled with her clear awareness that she's not the one in charge but expects still to be heard show me just how much she's grown in the last several months. I imagine she'll face this particular challenge before long with grace and maturity, but this coming year may not be the time to try. She's flourishing at home for now. The school choices don't feel nearly as heavy now as they did a year ago, but each decision has a shelf life. I don't know how long they'll each work for my various children, for my family, or for me. I don't need to know either. For now, we'll continue to choose year by year, child by child, what school is going to be. So as we've been going through the Peaceful Home series, I've been chatting with different writers who have shared their pieces with us, and I'd love to ask you some of the same questions that I've asked them. And the first one is, what is one of your personal strengths or secret mama's superpowers? It could be silly or serious. Um, I am the only one who can understand my toddler. Um, she's actually, she's mm-hmm. getting better now, but for a long time, she could, she only spoke in vowel sounds and that was really difficult. Um, but I, I pretty much could read her. Yeah, it yeah. was like the witch doctor song, ooh-ee-ooh-ah-ah, was like what, what I would get from her, period. That's funny. Um, so what would you say is um, your favorite household chore and your least favorite household chore? Um, to be honest, I really, I, th- I think I like most of the house, the household chores. Um, ah. the problem comes when I have to do them with kids around. Ah. Um, <laughs> I, Honesty. Yeah. Like I really, I really like the sort of calming, bringing order to chaos feeling of, um, mm-hmm. tidying and cleaning. Um, and even the sort of daily, um, never doneness of dishes and laundry doesn't bother me. It, it feels a little bit meditative, liturgical yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, but when I'm trying to do all of that, as kids are like tapping me on the shoulder and having squabbles, um, I I like it a lot less. <laughs> so I guess my my favorite household chore would be all of them, and my least favorite would be all of them uh-huh. with kids. Yes. Which sounds sad because that's totally my life. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I find that the I, I don't mind most chores. I don't like them, I will say, because I am I would much rather be doing other things with my time. But sure. I find the least favorite ones are the ones that are promptly undone as soon as I do them. 
<laughs> yes. Like, so if I take yes. the time to fold the laundry and it gets to a drawer and then I see them out on the floor, dumped out of the drawer, not put away, Ugh. like I'm just like, are you kidding me? That is so annoying. <laughs> I super, I super hate when I fold laundry and, um, like kids climb on top of it mm-hmm. while I'm folding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I just folded that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Well, I would love to know how you personally find, create or cultivate peace in your home. Um, really, for me, that is a matter of finding peace in myself mm-hmm. um, because moms are kind of thermostats. Um, we we set set the temperature in our home and I don't, love that fact um, because I would I would really like to be less responsible mm-hmm. for it. But alas, I am the grown up. I work really hard to find um, find calm in myself. What that looks like most days is a really intense morning mm-hmm. routine that happens before I interact with the children at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't always last for more than five minutes once the kids are up and running and fighting. Yeah. Um, but it does. It puts me in a better space to deal with all of that. Yeah. What are your top two or three things that you feel like are an important part of your morning? Exercise mm-hmm. um, is a really big deal. I find if I burn off some of the crazy on the front end, uh, I have less to throw at my children later. Oh, nice. <laughs> and um, and just doing anything in the quiet. Like I sit down with my planner and kind of look over my day and see what needs to be done. Um, I slept in a little bit this morning and haven't done that yet and it's next to me now and mm-hmm. I'm just real aware of yeah. it um so kind of front but, loading some introvert time so that you're recharged yep. I think that's great mm-hmm. well thank you Robin I totally love this piece and just the very honest wrestling with schooling decisions I know that relates uh, with a lot of moms who are in the same spot of trying to decide year by year what's going to benefit their children individually and what's going to work with their lives and schedules. So I so appreciate you just digging into that topic with us. Yeah, no problem. I, um, it was, it was actually really fun to write, Mm -hmm. um, and reflect on, on the growth that's happened. Thank you and have a wonderful afternoon.